Minota, devil exposure, wild lens view, check for jitsu's and niggas next to push the fence through, you know the glow, iced out rings, long go, spandex, mosquito, whole bitches letting they thong show, I played the game, took plenty paper, still remain the same, Asian name, barreling chain, letting my peace thing domestic, no more crime play, but still connected, it's ethics, calculated steps through geometrics, ways spinning, devil shades of base linen, 9-7 expedition, display with all the trimmings, travel light, push the LS on casual nights, have you ever puffed the chalice, weed pipe, that shit I have you right, I roll dice, trying to divorce from this whole life, used to sell coke on the strip, but now I hold mics and plan soon to pack and Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast, brought to you in part by Dream Over Reality Media, our new LLC. Yeah, baby. Whoop, 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 whoop. And also our brand new sponsorship out of Arctic Brewing, or Arctic, Arctic Circle, Circle Brewing. Come on out now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, Devin. Which, which we just had the um, with the um, awesome uh, meeting with him to go out there and see the new space that he has out in New Baltimore. Um, it is really beautiful out in uh, on Twenty Three Mile. You should go check it out. It's right next to the Little Caesars in a strip mall there. Um, it's really easy to see. Um, and it is really beautiful. Devin did a really great job with it. It was nice to have the meeting and get out there and talk with him again. Um, we hopefully want to have him back on, and we have big plans um, with them going forward. So we're excited to uh, try them out as a sponsorship now here in the podcast. So, um, yeah, we are very excited that the new small victories are adding up for us, huh? Dude, but anyways, this is E-Man, <laughs> the PIP. Yeah. I'm like, come on, you're going to do, do my damn intro for me. The PIP, that is me, and we are back in the studio for episode 1101. 11D1. Oh, shit. 111. Um, that was a song called Sosa to start the podcast out by AZ. Um, and the reason that I chose that one to start the podcast with is actually for a cool little nerdy thing that happened over last week. Um that I want to enlighten the the listeners on. So there is a group that I've talked about them on the podcast before. They're um, called It's The Real. It's Eric and Jeff Rosenthal. They are two brothers out of New York that got kind of famous for making little internet videos, interviewing musicians in kind of funny ways. They got really cool with Mac Miller and um, the, the Locks. Like they have a podcast with the Locks um, where they review the movies. But anyways, they started a Discord um, server for pretty much nerdy hip-hop kids, and they're... And their plan was to do kind of like a book review, only with old mixtapes from the 90s and 2000s. And the thing just fucking took off overnight. And, like, all these people joined it. Like, uh, the locks are all in there. Jay-Z joined it. Pusha T joined it. Lenny S joined it. Like, a bunch of big-name people in the industry. Uh, just Blaze is in there. Uh, DJ Green Lantern. Um, and basically, it's just, like, a, a nice, like, nerdy house, basically, for all things hip-hop they have like people are posting all kinds of old mixtapes rap dvd clips videos freestyles it's, it's awesome. a it's a hip-hop nerd's <laughs> wet dream yeah it really is I, and uh, someone had posted that sosa song in there the other day and that made me think of it so that's why i played it on the top of the podcast that's there. what's up dude <laughs> and i want a quick shout out to add to what you said about our, our potential a partnership with arctic circle i want to uh, throw some love eric's way too yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. Uh, I didn't get a chance to see him at the meeting, but he was at uh, I saw him at beer festival. We a uh, beer festival we did with, when I was at Eastern Market a while back. I think over summer at Jimmy John's Field. Uh, both of them good 
good guys, man. I'm looking forward to working with them on some stuff. Uh, we got some we got some beer from them today. Can't wait to get into that. We'll get into that later. But yeah, man, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm ready. And then going back to your topic about the Discord, I haven't had a chance to look at it to it yet, man. Just because I've been busy it's this crazy. past week. But I like just like from what <laughs> I saw, like. So that's my first time really fucking with Discord, and I didn't really know about like all the push notifications that come in. Like, yeah. I haven't like science. Oh yeah, that shit gets you guys, Just so you guys know, I switched over to Team iPhone, so I'm like still getting <laughs> used to everything after Android for like seven years. So I'm like, oh my god, where's all this shit at? <laughs> like, nah. But nah, man, it's uh, I can't wait to like really get into it and stuff like that. So like between that and then stuff like for really hip hop heads, I was talking about like the Bars app and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. That's been, oh yeah, that's Bars right. app is amazing as well. Shout out to them, like that was really cool. Research source for like up and coming artists and even like mainstream artists because they're like cy- uh, ciphers from like Jada Kiss in there or Mickey Fax or a bunch of other people. Nisha Nache has one. Yeah. But, yeah. Hell so, yeah. Uh, shout out to that. Shout out to Discord. Shout out to hip hop, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, um, and shout out to beer. Yeah, definitely shout out to beer. Um, <laughs> I'm excited to try the shit tonight. But before we get to the beer, um, as we do, we uh, celebrate the birthdays and um, say goodbye to some people that we lost in the industry. And unfortunately, uh, over the last couple weeks, well, we were because we were off last week, um, but we lost uh, Meatloaf, uh, musician Meatloaf, who, you know, is kind of famous for making more like operatic style rock, um, which I can't even lie. I was never big into his stuff, but I liked him as an actor even more. Like he was in the Tenacious D movie. He played uh, Jack Black's dad in the Tenacious D movie, and he was Bob in uh, Fight Club. What was uh, I Do Anything for Love? What was that song about? I would do anything for love. What was that song about? I don't know. I wonder. <laughs> but I won't do that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anal? <laughs> it's anal. Probably anal. <laughs> Begging. <laughs> Sorry, Meatloaf. I don't need to slander you like that. Mm. Uh, rest in peace, Meatloaf. Um, I mean, I feel like that's been a running joke forever. <laughs> probably, <laughs> for sure, dude. I think that was in a, a, quite a few commercials, too, that song. Definitely. Definitely was. <laughs> but um, yeah, so rest in peace to Meatloaf. And then also comedy fucking legend, man, Louis Anderson. Um, Life with Louis. Life with Louis. I mean, he, he was around for a long time in the comedy world. Um, and if and most recently, which I thought was fucking hilarious, is there was a show that was it kind of got sidelined by the whole um, scandal with Louis C.K. Because Louis C.K. was one of the writer, like the head writers and creators of the show. Um it was called Baskets. It was with him or with Zach Galifianakis, Zach Galifianakis where he uh, basically plays like a, a down on his luck rodeo clown. And <laughs> Louie Anderson, <laughs> <laughs> Louis Anderson plays his mom. And it's the funniest thing ever. I think he won an Emmy for it and he got nominated like three times for it. He was really, really funny in it. So rest in peace to Louis Anderson. And then let's see, did I have anything else down for it? Oh, yeah. And then we wanted to also say, or, um, Send our love to Regina King, uh, who lost her son recently as well. Um, yeah, uh, suicide, which is really right? sad. Yeah, really sad. Um, don't want to talk too much about it because it's kind of a bummer. But hearts out Heart, to her. Hearts out to her family. Her like that's that's a rough situation. The kid was young too. He's like twenty nine, right? He was, I think, twenty six or something 26. like that. But yes, super young. Um, but anyways, with um, death, with death we comes also life. more life, and we have a whole lot of. I'm starting to realize a trend here because there is some heavy hitting musicians that were born um, in this month. Damn, um, was it was it Pisces? Is I it Pisces know. season? Is I, that what it is? I have no idea. I'm so I don't know anything about astrology. <laughs> I, have, I have no idea. But we do have birthdays out of the great uh, uh, Aaliyah. We want to say rest in peace to Aaliyah and happy birthday, uh, Sade. 
Oh my God, Sade is so good. Quest Love from The Roots, one of my fucking absolute heroes in life um, on this quest of nerdy music knowledge. Um, rapper Joey Badass. It's the age of Aquarius. Aquarius. Age ah. of Aqu- Fifth Dimension, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joey Badass. Um, rest in peace to Mac Miller. It was his 30th birthday uh, while we were off as well. DJ Jazzy Jeff, um, one of my favorites. Alicia Keys, um, Kid Cudi, uh, the God MC himself, Rakim Allah, um, Charlie Wilson, Uncle Charlie, Phil Collins, uh, Motown Funk Brother original, James Jamerson, uh, Justin Timberlake, and J. Cole. Um, yeah, wow, that is quite a list of birthdays there. I feel like we should um, play January 27th for J. Cole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's That's see. a lot. We got a lot of music uh, to get to, guys. Let's get a little Aaliyah rocking out first. With uh, Detroit's own. Let's go with a little one didn't in a she? Didn't they just put out, are they putting out like a new Aaliyah album? Yeah, which I'm not a very. I don't know, I'm, I'm, I don't know how I feel about I it. I feel really like it's a really stupid idea. Yeah. Day. Man, a bunch of great singers on this fucking month of birthdays. Woo! What a therapy session this one's gonna be. My mom used to play. <laughs> like my mom was obsessed with Sade, dude. Oh yeah. Like, like that's what she. Her and Janet Jackson were like the two people she was playing all the time. That's and awesome. And Kim. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. I always get a little uh, nostalgic when I hear Sade. That voice is just something else. She's man. British, right? Something I think so. Quest Love, baby, with the roots. Nothing better than Speaking sounding of his Quest drums, Love, man, baby. I, I finally watched Summer of Soul. Oh, yeah. my God. He just won um, He's won all kinds of awards for that shit right now. It's really awesome yeah. to see. I'm yeah, really was, happy for him. It was really, uh, it was really dope. It turned me on to a lot of stuff. Yeah. But, How about fucking Stevie, Stevie Wonder yeah. on the drums and shit, dude? That shit was so Sly the Family Stone. That's like one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. It's just hard to believe Stevie's blind sometimes. I know. <laughs> <It> really is. <laughs> There's like a whole like conspiracy theory thing on the internet about that. Have you yep. seen that? It's fucking hilarious. It's just like one big marketing thing. <laughs> <this whole time. laughs> God, the roots are so good, man. Ooh, Joey, baby. Joey badass. Let's go with some of the older songs so we don't get flagged. Right. <laughs> Go back to 1999, baby. Mixtape season, baby. Wait, Joey. Oh, I thought I'm like, Joey Badass was like 1999. Oh, yeah, the mixtape. Yeah. <laughs> How old was Joey Badass in 1999? Probably like two. Oh, that might have been when he was born. Get your intel right and intelligence is irrelevant, but it's definite. I spit more than speech impediments. 95. 95, not that far off. Got them niggas eating nuts like they elephants. Throw them in a truck and 
they hate though. We don't give a fuck as long as we collect our peso. Y'all collect pesos, y'all money ain't right yet. I got them girls next to the wood like they like yet. I'm right shit, trying to get a bug, trying to pollinate. Steve's got that presidential shit, time to inaugurate my PE conglomerates. By the PEE, on any one of BE, weak MC, they're a model, leave them empty. Congratulations, send me auto. Five flames, put it like Kamalto. Oh man, I love this one. I love the intro to this. So. I think I fucked that last part up. <laughs> God, that beat is crazy, too. This is a really good album. Circles, Mac Miller, they fucking did the damn thing with this. Man, where to make me crazy? Might just turn around to 180. I ain't politic and I ain't kissing no babies. The devil on my doorstep being so shady. Mm, don't trip. We don't gotta let him in. Don't trip. Hey. Little Jazzy Jeff, baby. This is a dope ass album he put out called M3. It's got him and Rhyme Fest on it. Oh man, they did a good fucking job with this. On my genderless shit, boy in the girl show. I forgive him, my father focusing on the world mode. Been around it, count it, doesn't count if I don't have accounts with zeros that's around it. Dog reality is a bitch, but not a cock is You watch her how you handle your cock, you'll make a cock to handle. Reality is a bitch, I let it lick on my lips. I saw the slip of his tit, and now I'm salivating. A little Alicia Keys, some of my favorite Alicia Keys songs right here. I'm in a goofy ass mood today. I see. <laughs> what kid Cuddy song should I play? Uh, let's go with Sky Might Fall. Oh man, that's a good one. What, what, what album was that on? Do you remember? Man on the Moon 1. Man on the Moon 1. Cuddy. Man, this was a good tune. Good call. This is a good one. This song's been stuck in my head. I do love this song. And I love this album. Me too. I like have a very vivid memory of like being 23 when this came out, and smoking and listening to it on my bed for the first time. So I, I have a very love relationship with this album because it was kind of like everybody has like those coming of age songs and stuff like that. I think I was a senior in high school, going into my freshman year of college when this album came out. So I always will associate Kid Cudi with like that coming of age yep, time of my for life. For sure, I agree. So I was like, yep. yeah, always one of those people. That's why when Eric, we were joking because we were talking about birthdays and RIPs, and I was, and I, was I said, Kid, yeah, Kid Cudi's birthday's going up. I said, Kid Cudi. He goes like, Wait, Kid Cudi died. I'm like, Eric, I would be fucked up right now. If Kid Cudi died. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, happy birthday to the man that changed the landscape of hip hop music as it was played at the time. Um, he really changed uh, the focal point. Onto the MC, so here's a little microphone fiend out of the God MC Rock him. Throwing jazz in the hip hop. Woo! Barney out too. 
I was a fiend. Before I became a teen, I melted microphones instead of cones and ice cream music orientated. So when hip hop was originated, fitted like pieces of puzzles, complicated. Cause I grabbed the mic and try to say yes, y'all. They try to take it and say that I'm too small. Cool. Cause I don't get upset. I kick a hole in the speaker, pull a plug, then I jet back to the lab without a mic to grab. So then I add all the rhymes I had. Whatever. I was gonna go with outstanding. Well, let's go with you dropped a bomb on me instead. The Gap Band, Uncle Charlie, baby. What a shit. What a fucking banger for the day. Play <laughs> the best birthday music ever this week. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Little Genesis, Phil Collins. was kind of some white boy soul, wasn't it? A little bit. <laughs> so Collins invented white boy soul. <laughs> and the Jacko Pastors, I guess. One of the best bass players on planet Earth from the Funk Brothers, James Jamerson, who played on this Jackson 5 song right here, Dear Darling. Or Darling Dear, I'm sorry. Motown, baby. They don't make music like this no more. JT. <laughs> hey, I got a whole thing with that last night. We'll give that one about two seconds because it's just a deeper lake. <laughs> that wasn't, um. <laughs> That was a really funky remix of that. That was the intro. They, they oh, had oh on yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, they do like a like a little interlude almost before it. First things first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. For real, for real. You the only father that I ever knew. I get my bitch. Gotta be one of the best J Cole songs ever. Prophecies <laughs> that I made way back I mean. in the veil. 
fulfilled. Listen, even back when we was broke, my team ill. Martin Luther King would have been on Dreamville. Talk to her, nigga. One time for my LA sisters. One time for my LA hoes. Lame niggas can't tell the difference. One time for a nigga who knows. Don't save her. She don't wanna be saved. Don't save her. She Fuck it, let's even throw, throw a little bit of meatloaf on just for good measure. Uh, <laughs> the only song I know, though. This is the only Meatloaf song I know. I gotta be There's honest. a couple, like, that Bad Out of Hell album was actually really fucking popular. I heard. I, I heard that was, yeah, that was actually, like, a really, like, big album for him, right? You know what's weird about that? You know why I remember it? It's so bizarre. I have, I have a very selective, like, long-term memory. I remember when I was a kid, my parents used to take us to the Pizza Hut in Canton quite a bit. Like, that was, like, out in the weekend, you know, go to Pizza Hut or whatever. Go to Pizza Hut, and they had that fucking old-school jukebox that had all the CDs in it at Pizza Hut. There was always the Meatloaf Bad Out of Hell was always one of the CDs that was in there, and that's why I always remembered it. Speaking <laughs> of jukeboxes, I want a quick shout-out to Bronx Bar in downtown Detroit for being, like, one of the only few places I see with, like, an actual CD jukebox. Dude, that is yeah. sweet. Yeah, that's, uh, speaking of which, that's funny. One time Sean and I went there, and he put on that Shot A song that we played just a little bit ago. Nice. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> um, uh, uh, real quick, and before we get into the beer, too, I want to say quick shout-out to uh, Will and the At Will Band yes. last night, man. That was... It was dope. I had uh, we were just playing Justin Timberlake there. They did a Justin Timberlake night mm-hmm. over there, and it was dope. Uh, Mirage was out there. Shout out to my boy Ian uh, on bass. Uh, the whole band was killing it, man. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah both Eman and I both had a really awesome music night last night. He went to that show, and I went over to the Fillmore uh, downtown Detroit for uh, Umphrey's McGee. As they do in the wintertime around now, they always play a two night run here um, in Detroit. It's always like the last weekend in January. Um, it's usually there's a fucking snowstorm like almost every single time they come here, but there was not a snowstorm last night, so it was kind of nice. But they really rocked the fuck out, man. They played for like over three hours, and it was just awesome. And I bought a balcony ticket, and the Fillmore security was not checking nothing, so I went straight down yeah. to the floor. I was like the only person in there with a mask on. <laughs> I was just nerding out. I'm like, there's so many people in here, and like no one else gives a shit. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I guess I'll be the only one weird nerd with a mask on. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So that was a fun ass night last night. Yeah, it was. It was fun. Uh, had a good time. It was me re- too. Mad entertaining. So. Yeah, I want to. I really got to get to Willis Show Bar. Like that's something that's on my list. I tried to go for the Amy Winehouse tribute show, but they were sold out by the time I went to get my ticket. And I was like, damn it. I didn't even realize you had to get a ticket prior. It was which... really packed in there. Yeah, I yeah, believe it. It was pretty packed in there. Isn't that. It's kind of set up like an old school jazz Dude, bar, Dude, I love right? it. I love the setup of Willis Show Bar so fucking much. So, like, I would, yeah, they have, like, the bar, and then there's, like, the little mini stage, like, in the, in, like, kind of like an island set up, yeah. like, in the middle, and then there's, like, a little island off to the side, like, by, like, the entrance, too. Uh-huh. That's where, like, the keys and, like, uh, like additional, like, band members and stuff are. But, yeah, it's, it's really, really cool, like, old school setup, too. And I think it was built in, like, the 40s yeah so i always think about like bars like that that's been around forever like and especially in detroit that was a lot of mob hangouts probably for a lot of shit hell yeah dude they had a lot, a lot of like <laughs> remember that episode we did on the speakeasies yes, and shit yes, there was a ton of them man yeah there was a lot yeah, of like uh to- i mean what's that tommy's and stuff yeah. like that downtown i was looking at like i wonder what keesling used to be around that time too it's like, funny yeah. i can't remember if we said it on that episode but i thought it was interesting to learn about the fact that um the, a lot of the importing would happen during the winter time when the Detroit River would freeze and they would run it over from Canada, like run it right over the fucking ice. Right. But they said a lot of people actually like died trying to make that trip because they'd fall through the ice or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't seem safe. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> it doesn't seem safe or practical, but, you know, it was like, 
Prohibition. What a crazy time, man. What a fucking crazy time it must like, have been. What if they had like drones around that time just to flash shit over? You know how dope know. that would have been? <laughs> Good thing we don't have to do that. What no. a segue. Huh? Let's fucking tell go. us about this beer All that we right, had. All right, man. You know, I feel like we should get some uh, get some Red Man playing while we do this shit. Oh, baby. Uh, I can't fucking wait. You I'm know what? Get some Docs in there. Get, get <laughs> I be that going, bro. <laughs> All right. So uh, shout out to Devin and Eric, man, once again. Uh, they hooked us up with the Red G Noble. Uh, red yeah, ale. Yeah, I love it's it. It's a hoppy red with magnum and warrior hops. Uh, I'm excited to try this. A red ale is pretty good for the winter time. Like that's usually like, w- like around like a St. Patty's Day kind of style. Like yeah, it's this is gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be good, man. I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah, I cannot fucking wait. To I'm try really this. happy. Yeah, and I love. And one thing about Arctic Circle too, I just want to say, man. Like I, I feel like this is gonna be a beautiful thing, just because they follow our values when it comes to like beer and music together and stuff like that. So it's like I, I couldn't pick a perfect place to work with. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I, I'm really happy about this too, and I'm excited to try this beer. I'm excited to try a bunch of their beers uh, throughout the course of the next few. And weeks. then we uh, <laughs> got the live event going with them too, man. In March, so. It'll be good. And while we pour up a little sip of this, let's just give you a little bit of Red Man since we're drinking this beer. <laughs> Which is a little, allu- I'll allude you to what I'm doing in something old later on. Ooh. God damn it, I love Red Man so much. Bang, 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 bang. This is interesting. It's just like a dude. He just has fun. Like just has fun rapping. And I, I love. I love that. And he's really good at it. Yes. <laughs> and he has like the best episode of Cribs ever. Oh, dude! It's so, you know he still lives there. Yeah, he still has that. I heard about spot. that. <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, I bought. He's like, I bought nicer spots for my kids and shit. But I still like it here. So that's where I live. I love it. Just keep it true to yourself. <laughs> he's like, he's like, nobody bothers me because I've been there for so long that I, I'm not a celebrity to these people that live on my block. Everyone just knows me as Rhett. They just know me. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. But, uh, dude, this is an interesting-ass beer that we got here. Um, let me get this one more sip. It's got, like, some floral notes to it. Uh, it's definitely, red- like, some caramel. It's, yeah, it's a red ale. So it almost feels like a red ale mixed with, a, like, a stout, kind of. It's got, so it's weird. It kind of, like, almost... <laughs> a little well, ASMR yeah, for say, you, yeah. <laughs> like the YouTube crowd just gonna see what I just did there. <laughs> no, man. So it's kind of almost like fruit, like up front for a it minute, does. and then it kind of goes like into like these like caramel notes, but it's like very like earthy and floral. Like this is uh, it's it's really solid. It says it's a hoppy red ale with uh, Magnum and Warrior hops. Yeah, that's more of like earthier hops, not like. And we got uh, 6.3 alcohol percentage. 6.3 ABV. I don't have IBUs for you. You know you guys can follow us on Untapped, too, at untapped.com slash beats and brews pod. That's uh, another cool thing about Arctic yeah. Circle Brewing Company, too, is they have these nice growlers that you can get up in there. And so you can, you know, whatever. Because uh, they change beers pretty regularly. Yeah. So you can go up and get, you know, whatever favorite one you like. And the tap room home. is dope, too, man. It's really dope, yeah. dude. I'm really, like, happy for him. Like, he was telling me that it was quite the process of getting that shit opened and... 
you know, it's a pretty big space too for a brewery. Yeah, we took. I don't think when Devin was here, we didn't even mention like the, how they got the startup cost because he sold his uh the Yeezy Red October. Dude, that's a funny story. I love that shit. That's awesome. I love that. The spirit of a hustler, man. That's really tight. And I didn't. What What did you say the final price was on those ones you looked up? Wasn't it like, uh, it was like eighteen grand? It was like eighteen or grand like for the Yeezy Red oh, October. Yeah, that was that's last so time I checked. Crazy man. Oh, that's so nuts. They had them on Walmart for like fifteen. Really? Yeah. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> Sneakerheads are nuts, though. Like, it's fucking such a whole different culture. It's a whole, it's a market. It's such a racket. I would like, really like to have Mirage back on and oh, have just her talk do like a just about episode. sneakers. Yeah. yeah, for sure, because she's really into that. Shout yeah. out to Mirage. She was there last night, too. Did you say Mirage that? Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, her and then, I forgot, oh, shit, I forgot the other violinist name, but she killed it, too. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah dude, I really want to check that place out. Um, shout out Willis. Shout out Arc Circle. Um, and Kevin, by the way, who was the lead singer, Kevin Christensen. Uh, oh, that's, cool. That's boy. Yeah. She was... I think she was talking about him quite a bit on the episode that she was on with us. Wasn't yeah, we, she? I think they had a song together that we played, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, uh, I got, to, yeah, I got to holler at him for a little bit after uh, the first set. We didn't get to stay for the second one, unfortunately, but yeah, he killed it, man. He was doing all the vocals and shit. Like he definitely made his, he definitely made it his own. Mm-hmm. I guess in a way, he didn't like stick to like the JT script. He definitely like put a little, put a little sauce, on put it. a little sauce on it, <laughs> gave it a little fucking, <laughs> little fucking. Uh, Little up, little facelift, I guess you should say. Yeah, little, <laughs> little, little makeover. <laughs> yeah, a little makeover. Dude, I bet that sounded really dope because Justin Timberlake's music like has the potential to be like really jammed out by like a big band. You know what I mean? Like some of those songs do at least. And I gotta say, out of all like the like former boy band guys, I never had a problem with Justin Timberlake. I always liked his music and shit. Like it always was pretty good. Except for that Man of the Woods album, that was not very good. No, Justify <laughs> was still my shit. Justify was shit. The shit. Future. Uh, what was it? Future Fe- Sex Love Sounds. That was, was a shit. good one. Um, the first 2020 Experience album was good. The second one was not very good. Was I think that the one was with that. suit and tie on it. Wait, which one was the good one? I can't remember which one was the good one. Now it's either part one or part two. They got two. I just realized they got two. Him and Hove got two songs together. He got that. That got was, that Magna Carta Holy Grail. I Grill never shit. liked either of those. Actually, like, the, the one Magna, was dope. The one on Magna Carta is better than the one that's on the 2020 Experience. I never liked that suit and tie shit. I remember when never, Kanye said that. I on didn't stage? like that song. When it came out, and I still really don't like that song. I do like what they did with it last night, though. Dude, I think but, that's uh, what started the like tension between Jay Z and Kanye, wasn't it? Because remember on uh, when um, what album was Kanye touring when he was doing the floating stage design? St. Pablo tour. Yeah, St. Pablo. He was like, remember when he was on stage? He was like, "I love you, Jay, but I ain't fucking with that suit and tie shit." And then he, that's when, like, <laughs> I think that's when Kid Cudi was in rehab and shit, and he was talking about like, yep. that's like one of the greatest artists of like our generation mm-hmm. and shit. You know, did I tell you I actually bought a ticket to that tour and didn't go? You did? I did not. That would have been. A I bought a ticket. You, why did and you didn't go? go. Uh, one, I think my car broke down like that day. One, uh-huh. and I couldn't get a ride. And two, I think I had a final the next day or some shit. So I just Damn. said, "Fuck it." And this was like, what year was that? Like 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. something like that. So yeah, dude. One time I went to a fucking. So luckily I'd already seen J Cole before, so it wasn't like I missed him. The only opportunity I ever to see him. But I was, I won't say the friend's name because I don't want to, you know. I had a friend that at the time was in trouble with the law. So he had to be home. Like He had like a tether machine thing that he had to be home by a certain time every night. So he had to be home by 11 p.m. We go, we were going to go see J. Cole at the Royal Oak Music Theater that night. And the show started at 7. So we were like, we thought we'd be fine, right? There was so many opening acts that by the time J. Cole was about to come on stage, we had to fucking leave oh, so this person could get home. I was that's like, the worst. Ah! 
You know what? I'm so Did mad. You know that is my biggest pet peeve in the world is like the overloaded like show local artists. Dude. I get it. I mm-hmm. get the exposure. I just hate the overloaded bill so much. It is terrible, it, dude. When there's four when there's four opening acts, that's too much, man. My favorite <laughs> one of my favorite memories. It's probably one of my like it wasn't necessarily like a big crowd for it, but Circa 2014, I had a chance. Actually, the, I played St. Andrews Hall mm. like for the first time, and Bodie James was supposed to headline that. Really? Show. Yeah. That's sick. Uh, uh, Joe Commission put it together. Oh, that's yeah. tight. Shout so, out Troy Raps. I was Shout like, out Joe. Yeah, it was like this chick named B Coop. I don't know if she's still doing music, but she was like the first opener, and I was after her. And then I got on, it was like maybe like. Ten people in the crowd, and then I heard like backstage, yeah, Bodie's not showing up. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Boldy and Alchemist, by the way. Yeah. That album's growing on me more and more and more every time I fucking listen to it. He's just yeah. like a really, really talented Bo Jackson? storyteller. Yeah, or was it Bo Jackson? Super no, Techno, Super, Bowl Super Techno Bowl. Both of those yeah. albums are yeah. great, but yeah. yeah. And then uh, he did uh, Alchemist. Also has out like a he did like a a weird like short movie score that you can check out on YouTube. That's pretty cool. Is too. he? Oh, is he going on that tour with uh, Action Bronson and Earl oh, yeah. and Bodie? Okay, oh, yeah. That's what I thought. I have a feeling it's kind of going to be like a revolving door. That's kind of how I envision it. It's going to be like, I think that Alchemist will be out there the whole time, and then those guys will just like, he'll be the DJ, right? And then right. Like, the guys will kind of just come out and perform their songs. That would like, make sense. That's, that's, it seems like that would be the right way to do it. Um, but yeah, let's get into something old, something new, because I have a lot of music since we were off for a week. Um, there is a lot to cover. I got a song. Oh, yeah. You want to start off this week? With something um, notable? Yep. Let me just pull it up real quick. Good man. Which we were actually just playing some uh, from the fucking album that I'm in my something old. So it worked out really well. I actually went back to 1998 to Redman's Docs the Name 2000. Whew. That was um, a great. That's, we just played a little bit of it. We just played a little <laughs> bit of it. And that was actually, you know, it's funny. It's not his first album, it's actually like his third or fourth album. But um, that was my introduction to Redman because 98, 99 is the time that I started getting into hip hop. Well, I think like 97 is like when I, or 96 is when I first heard Biggie. And so I started listening to like bad boy stuff around then. But like, like 97, 98, 99, that's when I was in like middle school. And, you know, I was watching the box every day after school. And that was one of the videos used, they used to play on the box all the time was Redman's I Beat At. That video is fucking hilarious, by the way, if you've never seen Did it. Did you see his, like, the most recent thing? Or not most recent, I guess. It was a couple of years ago, but that Smack the Shit Out You song. Yeah, that was I fucking... I that shit. Dude, Redman so is hilarious. That. Yep. Yep. I was actually... That's a point I wanted to bring up. And, and I think this is my issue with Wiz Khalifa sometimes. Like, Wiz Khalifa... So there's weed rappers, and then there's weed rappers like Redman who, like... He's that, but he's also so skilled as an MC, and he's such a great storyteller. And he doesn't make just interchangeable songs with weed references all the time in it, like Wiz does. I feel like Wiz needs to sit down and write some shit. I know he brags about like going off the t- top of his head all the time, but man, I'd like to hear like because Wiz has the ability. You know what I mean? Like we've all heard like Cushion Orange Juice and like his older Taylor mixtapes. Ald- and shit. You know, I actually just listened <laughs> to Taylor Alder Dice like, a couple of days ago for the uh-huh. first time in a while. Uh, that was the one right after Black and like uh, what was it, Rolling Papers? Yeah, I think it was that that album that like sent him up to the fucking yeah. moon. But yeah, the one after that, like that mixtape, I was thinking about like Amber Rice and stuff like that. You had like Rob Markman like narrating the album, like the mixtape and stuff like that. Like, dude, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Like Wiz was so. I mean, he still he still is good, but he's not like as I don't think he's as hungry as he yeah, was. Yeah, he like, definitely. I isn't. mean, he's super rich. I mean, dude, <laughs> super rich. He's got a kid now. Yeah, like, I get sure. it. Like, but I digress. Back to Redman's Docs the Name 2000. 
Um, this album for me is just awesome, dude. He really, I feel like Redman really um, brought in that funky side of hip hop where you hear a lot of, like, Outkast did too, but a lot of like George Clinton influence into it and just really cool production. And, um, you know, I really just really enjoy this album. And there's so many like quotable parts and songs that you want to rewind. But yeah, I really loved it. Um, and you know what else I was thinking about when I was listening to it? I was thinking, it, I bet Ludacris had to have been really influenced by Redman. Ludacris? Yeah, because you know what I mean? I like, Ludacris was also, like, very funny in the stuff that he would rap about, in the videos he would make. It was kind of reminiscent of what Redman was doing a little bit, like, before Ludacris popped off. So I was, I was thinking about that. I'm like, I bet you Ludacris was messing with Redman pretty heavy back then. Um... But yeah, his fucking his clarity on 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 these records is really awesome. Um, and you know, I just I fucking love it. I'm gonna just play a little bit of it for you so you can hear it. Um, here is a song called "I Don't Care," which you're gonna realize why Redman's so awesome. Yo, I'm too old for these young whippersnappers out here. I'm a legend. You should be popping corks to my beer. When I appear full gear down from the rear, slice so quick you thought that. Yeah, it's too many MCs, but not enough MCs are raw like that liquid that you pour on mint leaves. Look around the premises, spot blemishes. Call me Doc Old Dog more Minister Dennis's Eminence. The raunchy shit I prefer. So every word be hard to turn when you stir. My grill, my balls, my jaws, stretch 12 flaws, vacate your college dorm halls. I can stand still and ricochet off the wall. The gun sparks yourself, cause your PA to stall. Who shot JR? I did, right in the melon. So I can own a ranch and start fucking Sue Wellen. I do murders that's hard to solve through forensic. Any clash of hash able to burn, I bent it. You push your six while I push it in a tempest. Rocking, ho hopping, bumping little Kim hey, shit. Yo, niggas popping shit, red. Yo, he's so good, man. <laughs> Redman just like, man, I, I think about this a lot now, man. Like, and I know I'm, it's probably, I think it comes with getting older. You just want to bitch about the younger shit. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, there's something pre-programmed in us that makes us want to do that. I mean, like but our parents and our parents beforehand. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, natural. <laughs> they did just release this article, and I saw a lot of musicians posting it that I thought was interesting. And they said that um, older music on streaming is out doing all of the new shit like they said that older music accounts for 70 percent of what's being streamed currently right yeah so i think like people still and like the article that was posted about it um like kind of goes into why we have such an affinity for music from the eras of the 70s 80s and 90s specifically those three generations they said are like the the most listened to and streamed out of all, all the shit so that makes sense to me because that man there was a lot of great you know, music in those eras you know, I just thought about something like '90s R&B is definitely used in heavy samples stuff like that. '90s pop though is not really so much. It always no, like not really. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it probably will be eventually. You'll start to hear that like shit it starts getting the like, fucking hip hop, and you're starting to see like a lot of hip hop stuff yeah. like from like early 2000s again remix, like the Freak Leak one. Uh, there's a couple out there. What was the what was the Mary J. Blige? Not the Mary J. Blige song. 
the uh, Mariah Carey song that like got remixed. Oh yeah, that big not. lotto shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, they were talking about that on Ebro in the morning. How Ebro was like, I fucking hate this song. He was <laughs> like, he's like, first of all, it's not fantasy by Mariah Carey. So why would you use that sample <laughs> when you know you're not gonna outdo that song? Knuck a few buck got remixed. For sure. And then like we were talking about a few weeks ago, the most deaf. Uh, Miss Fat, Fat Booty. Booty and the JID song, which they also brought up on Ebro, and I know he fucking saw my tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't give me no credit, <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, Redman, one of my favorite rappers. His very first album, What the Album, from 1992, is one of the albums that, like, when I was around 19 years old, just really made me fall in love with hip hop a lot because it's just so funky and it's, like the production is so crazy on it. But yeah, Doc's the name. Um, it must have been recorded at like 99, 2000. It says it came out in 98, but it, there's a lot of references to like 99 and like the turning of the century and it, like the year 2000 and shit. So yeah, it, must, it must have came out in like the end of 1998, I would assume. And that's probably, it probably got, I bet you that had his most commercial success because that's when I started seeing like his videos and stuff and, and shit like that. And then you started seeing him pop around like the Wu-Tang guys and and Method Man. Method Man's actually on the album. I think uh, might be one of their earliest. Um... No, they've been sh- doing shit before that. They had. But, uh, yeah, that was my something old. Now let me kick it over to E. All right. I... You know my something old is Tech Night. No, I'm bullshit. <laughs> I'm, that's just going to be a running joke going forward. If I can't think of some actual something old, I'll just automatically default to Tech Night going forward. He does have but a lot of albums to choose he from. He does. He puts on an album every year. Probably, my, arguably, might be one of the most consistent. Him and Currency. But Speaking yeah. of which, we need to have a, a Papoose um, segment coming up on yeah. the podcast. Because yeah. what he did this year is crazy. Yeah, one album every month. But I digress. All Go ahead, year. sir. Uh, so I actually went older. I went to 1969. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I know. Like I this I don't go that old this in the often. crates, baby. Yeah, man. Uh, so watching Summer of Soul for the first time yes. really made me like go back and like listen to a lot of this shit, like just stuff from that era, like Sly and the Family Stone, mm-hmm. and then we were talking about Stevie Wonder's performance earlier. I actually never knew who Fifth Dimension was up until this, and I hate to, I hate to admit that, but yeah, man, it was just crazy, like just listening to. Cause they they have this whole thing where they weren't what to be considered traditional black music. Yeah, and they got kind of got alienated by black people because of that. So I guess this also ties into tech nine. Anyway. And it's Aquarius so, season, yeah. right? So, yeah. And Aquarius season. Oh my god, how many full circle moments yeah, can no, we right? have? <laughs> so, but no, man, I went with the Age of Aquarius album from them. Uh, and it, dude, it's it's just from start to finish, like the actual production on it for that time is so crazy Aquarius. it's like so operatic and from you know i mean i always go you, you guys might know no no we're 100 111 episodes in i'm a big concept guy hell yes and obviously shit like that like operatic sounding stuff like that just always gets me and mm-hmm. it always drew me in and i really enjoyed this album straight through uh came out may 1969 uh, obviously the age of aquarius and it was like the uh like, the sun, let the sun shine. Fuck, I'm tripping. Hold up, <laughs> that beer got to me. <laughs> <laughs> Aquarius, let the sunshine. Yep. There we go. Let right. the sunshine. Oh, that's a good one. Um, is that what? what is I don't want to go with that song just because. Yeah, let's play something different. Popular. Uh, go with. Da, 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 let's go with. Don't you hear me calling? Don't you hear me calling? Here we are. Here is a little bit of Don't You Hear Me Calling out of the fifth dimension uh, of the Age of Aquarius. Don't you hear me calling? 
Oh, shit. My bad. Whoops. kind of shit that's hard to turn off it is man. <laughs> we've had some goddamn good music being played on this episode i mean we every episode we have good on music now. on but what, kind of what we you know what it is <laughs> it makes it easy though when it's tough to play yes it is um all right and then now on to something new man there was quite a bit um there was some stuff that so as we've been kind of talking about over the last few you know like the stuff that we haven't had enough time to sit with we want to kind of you know get time with it so there was one album in that vein that I listened to this week that I've only gotten around to the once, but I know I'm going to talk about it next week because I loved my first listen, and that was Amber Mark. Um, so I will talk about her next week. But um, I think one that E-Man, there's a few on here that E-Man and I definitely both listened to. Um, I guess so we could probably kick it off with the FKA Twigs album, um, Caprasol. Did we talk about that one already? Or no, no, we, did we, we didn't fully analyze it yet. yet. No, we never, because we, remember uh, we decided to push that in the Corday album? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yep. All right, let me get that. So that FKA Twigs, man, she, um, it's kind of interesting that you were mentioning operatic style music. Yep. Because she, totally reminds, like, her stuff is very... When you're listening to it, you're almost envisioning what the performance is going to be like. It's very performative, you right. know what I mean? Like, you could see her, like, doing the dances and the choreographs to it. Like, that's definitely, the, like, the artist that FKA Twigs is. You know, she's also a dancer and an actor. So she's very um, artistically uh, driven, I guess you would say. Um, and I really enjoyed this album. It's got a lot of really cool shit like, on I here. love artsy shit. Like, I, I, I do, too, really man. Do. It's the creativeness that goes into, like, a lot of these... Wait, she was dating Robert Patterson? I didn't know that. Yeah, she but, did. <laughs> she had a lot of uh, famous... I think she was dating... She had a pretty bad relationship with Shia LaBeouf that she yeah. was pretty public about when Shia LaBeouf was in his uh, his uh, drugs and alcohol years. Yeah, okay. Anyways, but anyways but that's this, not what we're talking about now. This album... Yeah. So this is um, kind of what I'm looking for in new albums, and I'll and I, um, reference back to the Weekends album. Um, it's just a great... Ex- I want... Especially when it's an album. It's not just a loose... I hate when albums just play like a series of tracks that don't make any sense or have any order or theme to it. And I feel like this is an experience much like the weekends album was like, you're, you're getting taken on a ride. You're getting, you want, you almost want to just like close your eyes and experience it. And I feel like she just does a great job with, even with the skits, the features, the actually the only one that I didn't I actually don't like the song with the weekend on here that much. That's actually you know the, probably my least favorite. It's on okay. Here. It's okay. I, I like Tears in the Club. It's a, it's it's a, a good cool like, video. It's a gl- it's a good like club like pop yeah. joint and stuff like that. Yeah, I like it for what it is, but I wouldn't go back to it and like on my headphones unless it's like in the context of the album. Yeah. Uh, Capri Capri songs name of the album right? Yep. Yep. 
Yeah, I like the Daniel Caesar one a lot. The Daniel Caesar one's I, great. I think Ride the Dragon's probably my favorite overall. Still like the opening song. I really like her on. So there's a lot, a couple tracks on here that have like a, a dance hall, um, like in an Afro beat kind of feel to it. And I really like the song on here. Um, since me and E-Man both reviewed it, we can play a little tiny bit of uh, a couple of them here. I'm gonna play Atlantic. Uh, I'll play that one first then. Right. No, I mean Atlantic like records. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 just a, a couple seconds here on the intro. <laughs> I really like this song um, that features Shy Girl called Poppy Bones. It's got like a real dance hall vibe to it. I definitely can see this being on my summer playlist for sure. So here's, oops, here's that. Let me tell you. I like the man. intro. I want to play too much of it though. Uh, is there something you want to play off here? Uh, no, we can. All right, just keep yeah. it with the one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy this whole album. It's um, it's a pretty long album, but it's man, it's definitely a lot of music and it's a lot to process. It's one of those ones like you can't really get it. You won't really fully enjoy it on one listen. Yeah, that's why we tabled have, it. Yeah, like kind of like how like the weekends was with Don FM. Like mm-hmm. you really can't listen to it in one listen, like one straight through and like get like fully write it off. And I'm really glad we started doing that, by the way, because I'm like, all right, I listen to it. I'm not coming back to this shit for a minute. And if, <laughs> if it doesn't catch me on the first run, I'm like, all right, I'll let it marinate and yep. come back. But yeah, I, I went through Capri songs like four times. At this yeah, point me now. too, man. And that's kind of how you have to do it, like. Um, and it's funny too with that weekend shit. It's like fucking crack. It's like I'm loving it more it and more every time I listen. Every to it. chance to listen to, every time I listen to it, it gets better. It really does. Even the song with Tyler, which was one of the songs yeah, I said I didn't like sense. at first, I like it more now, now. It makes sense. One in the scheme of the album, and two because it fits what Tyler did yeah. with his album as yep, well. So. For sure. But uh, yeah, so shout out to FKA Twigs. The album is really good. Um, I'll kick it over to E-Man to pick the next one to talk about. Uh, one I, I didn't get a chance to fully get through because it is long as shit, but I, I, I enjoy him a lot. Uh, NLE Chopper. I did not put hear out this. Me versus Let's me. I actually really enjoy this dude's music. He's like 19 I, I, years old. Yeah, isn't he's he? young, he man. Crazy. I remember I heard, I think Camelot was like his first big single that broke him out. But he, yeah, this got some music on it. Like, dude can rap his ass off. He totally like, can. He totally can rap his ass off. You know how we know that he's a really young rapper? Because Sean's son, Sean's, like, 10-year-old son put us on to yep. him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so shout out to Sean's son. A <laughs> little Sean. <laughs> yeah, I, I I really enjoy it. Uh, shout out Flow 6 was fucking hard. Like, the intro to it. Uh, the Young Thug track. The G Herbal track. Uh, Money Bag Yo made my top ten of last year, so like I'm, I'm I got a little bit of bias towards him these days. But I read the the most ridiculous article about NLE Chopper yesterday, bro. <laughs> 
he does this shit. So he, he said he's trying to practice semen, semen retention. Yeah, he, you know who else did that chick? Joey Badass. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I don't give a fuck. It's Put so out the album. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. But I, I, I don't. I really don't. Like, I, totally I don't care agree. about. What it, okay, so Sting been doing this shit for decades. So I was like, <laughs> I get it. Oh, that's too funny, man. I, um, I, I don't care about your semen retention. I'm sorry. <laughs> What should I play off this album, Me versus uh, Me? Let's go. <laughs> Wait, what label is this dude on? Warner. Uh, all right. Uh, actually, let's go with the intro. Let's go Shot of Flow 6. Shot of Flow 6 from NLE Chopper. God. The amount of ice these dudes wear is just ridiculous. All three of us just made the fucking stank face. I watched it in real time. Oh my god, bro, this yeah. is crazy. See that? See, I want to make a comment. There is a way to do like that trap sound and do it well. It's, like that no, was well, he, he, dude. He that put, was a good. No, he puts rap. his own spin on the drill rap. Yeah, and he I, does. I like that. that was, I mean, because I would. I, I mean, I, I think it's fair to classify him as like a drill rapper. Yeah, and is he's that, got is that right. But what I like yeah. about him is he's got clarity in his voice and he, his he enunciates like, really well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can hear everything he's saying. You're you can you can hear the story he's telling you. That's that's important to me. Um, but moving on, um, the next one that we also decided to table from a couple weeks ago to now is the new Corday album, From a Bird's Eye View, his sophomore release, um, following, had... following up from, what was the last one called? Um, uh, I can't remember what is that? Oh, The Lost Boy, that was okay. the first one. Yeah, that was, yeah, I like that way better, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know about to this day. I, I, <laughs> so, I really like the, uh, this album, it's not... So, hmm. I, I like know. it. I like Lost Boy better than I like this one, but I do like this one. I like Lost Boy a little bit better because he had a little bit more of an an edge, like a hunger to him still, because he was still trying to get on. And now, I feel like he's a little bit ahead of himself. So it's obviously it's even in the title from a bird's eye view. He's looking down on you fools because he's better. He's above. He's up here. While you guys are down here. If I was and fucking dating Naomi Osaka, I would too. Like <laughs> the facts, fuck? Facts. You saw that she won the she she like won some tournament that she was playing in and she went up to the cameraman and she wrote uh the initials from a bird's eye view across the fucking Nice uh, across the camera. I thought that was pretty cool. But no, I really he, I'm only critical of him and really hard on it and like overanalyzing it because I think Corday is one of the front runners you're, of these younger you're kids. You're always, I mean, I feel like, and you, I got the same thing where you're always harder on the artist you actually like yep. and want to hear from. Yep. So you critique it a lot harder. Yep, so yeah, definitely. 
Um, so there's definitely songs that I didn't care for as much on here. And I'll get those ones out of the way first. Like, I didn't like that super song. It's too much of, like, a brag rap and shit. Like, Super Bowl and a Super Ho and a blah, blah, blah. It's a little too much for me. Oh, that oh um, that was a single, right? Yeah. I actually like that song. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not super big in that one. I really like songs like the, um, like, uh, Jean-Michel or Jean-Michel Jean or whatever that shit's pronounced, however you pronounce that. But um, that song is really cool because I really like, and this song, this album is full of a lot of, like, rich jazz samples and like um, some shit that almost sounds like it'd be like I didn't really look up the beats, but like almost like a Ninth Wonder style like of production on here. Um, but the song with Gunna is actually really cool. I think it's funny that he's got Gunna and Freddie Gibbs on here because they both having a little beef right now, which is kind of hilarious. Yep. But um, the Gunna song is really cool. Um, that's the, so w- how we were critical on Lil Wayne on his performance on the Weekends album. It's not that on this one. He fucking destroys his verse on this album. He's on the song called Sinister. Um, that was already released um, a couple weeks before the album, but that song is really hard. He's got her. I love that he keeps bringing her back. Like her and Corday have been on each other's albums on every release so far that they've done, um, which I think is really cool. Um, and then one thing that really got piqued my attention right off the track listing is there's this song that has Freddie Gibbs and Stevie Wonder on it, and it's just. I think it's very subtle. It's very subtle. It's the same thing that um, Travis Scott did. You don't hear Stevie Wonder singing. You hear him playing harmonica. Oh, Stop Trying to Be God? Yep. 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 So you just have a harmonica solo out of Stevie at the end. And quite honestly, I like that better because I feel like sometimes when you get the older artists like featured on like a hip hop song, it runs the risk of kind of sounding like a novelty or like. Kind of just, you know, gang banging, gang banging. Yeah, it just sound bad like that. <laughs> um, but I really like it. Um, the champagne glasses. Um, I didn't like Freddie's verse that much, though. A little too much shit talk for me. I don't like when rappers no. talk about taking a shit. I mean, we literally had an episode named "Shit Metaphors." Yep. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> yeah, we forgot about that. <laughs> that is hilarious. And then I don't know how to feel, man. All right, so. The first time I listened to this album, it was on my headphones, and the song, the Parables remix came on with Eminem, and I thought it was really cool, and then he started doing that fucking choppy fast flow. Who, Eminem? I thought it was, all right, so I want to pull this this part up, just so we can reference it here. Like, he he does this... Didn't he open an album making fun of the choppy flow? So he, I, I liked in the be all right. So when he first comes in, he's following the same flow pattern that Corday started with, which I really enjoyed. That I like when artists do that when they follow the mold of the song. And Eminem does that in the beginning, and it sounds good. And then he goes into the like a million miles an hour. It's coming up right here. I can tell you about the time was going hard up in the paint And I can tell you shit that other niggas can't Let me tell you I can tell you about the time I had to drop a nigga rank And I can tell you shit I did up off the drink Let me tell you I can tell you about the time I signed a deal for 20 bands And used that shit to get my brother out the can Let me tell you I can tell you about the time I had a penny yeah. in the plan yeah. I can tell you shit but you won't understand Let me tell I've you seen some shit within my lifetime I like this part. time I can still remember just how bad I used to want five mics My biggest dream was just to make it in the unsigned hype it's so hard for me to fathom this was once my life. Should I make you wanna cop out like a Then he does this. Why? Because Eminem can do whatever the fuck he wants because he's Eminem. But it, it, but, it, <laughs> but it suffers the quality of the song. It doesn't sound good. No, here's the thing. And this is my theory on that. Like, if you're 
getting Eminem on a feature, you're going to get Eminem on a feature. Mm-hmm. He is going to OP it, no yeah. matter whatever the fuck he does. Which, like, I, which, like, which is, this is what we talked about the last couple episodes, is I wish he would... Um, pay less attention to trying to bar you to fucking death because we all know he can do that and pay more attention to making this the song sound I good. I still don't, I mean, <laughs> to be honest with you, I still don't like the verse on that Big Sean, the Friday Night Cypher one. Which one is that? The, the Friday Night Cypher with Big Sean, when every Detroit rapper, well, not every Detroit rapper, but a lot of Detroit rappers were on, like, I don't on, even De- know on Detroit too. It was like it was like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The very, oh yeah. yeah I'm like I can't I, I didn't even I, I don't like even really remember it on that, that well, one to be honest yeah. with you I don't really remember it all that well who else was on that a it lot was, of like Boldy Boldy Royce Cashed Out Sada Baby 42. uh Forty Two Doug Payroll uh there's a lot of people on that ooh song. speaking of Payroll shout out to Payroll they said Dope Boy's Cash Out is making a comeback yes yeah they're recording the music uh ever since Dope Boy Rock passed away mm-hmm. or got killed I should say but yeah, yeah. um but yeah. Uh, the but the album is good, and I definitely it's definitely one of those albums I'm gonna be playing a lot more. And it's not I'm not saying that it's I just expect a lot out of Corday, and it's not as I think it's not as good as the first album, but I still definitely think it's a good album. Um, I would probably like I'd probably give it like a you know like a B, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, B B is fair, you know. Um. But I, I, and that could change. You know what I mean? Like that's one of the things we're realizing it, on this podcast grows. and doing this. You know, it could change. Uh, you know, depending on how how I hear it and when and you know, all that kind of shit. So, yeah. Shout out to Corday. Um, now we can of, kick it back over to E Man. Speaking of Detroit, I didn't get a chance to listen to it, but I do want to shout it out. Probably, I, I, the first couple songs were I didn't really like, but we're talking about that Babyface Ray Face album. Oh yeah, we didn't really get a chance to finish yeah, it all. I didn't, I, so. We didn't. Yeah, I didn't digest. It. I just want to mention that it came out. Yeah. we'll come back at it. We'll come back to that either for sure. next week or two weeks from now, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I didn't like that. He performed at the halftime of the Pistons yeah. game that I went to, uh, and he brought up Big Sean. It was pretty tight. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Yeah, um, we only got like four songs in or something like that. So uh, yeah, we'll come back to that one later. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. Uh, I do want to mention some singles that came out. I've got a specifically couple well, still. Uh, Denzel Curry, who I'm excited oh, to hell drop yeah. this year. Let's pull that up. Yeah, Denzel Curry dropped the walking, which that beat for him was different for him, and he absolutely murdered it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest with you, I you know I'm a big Denzel Curry fan. I think he's he's up there with one of those. Li- Denzel Curry's not really a new school guy because he's been around for a minute, but he's just starting to get popular in the past like couple years. I would say mm-hmm. like he he came at like the tail end of blog era. Yeah, I would say. But I'm really I, I've always been a fan of Denzel Curry. Like I have taboo on vinyl. I've seen him live. He that dude is the shit. I'm really happy to see what he's doing with this this new production. Like whatever the fuck he's doing, it sounds different from like Zoo or Taboo or something like that. It's just really. It's not too overpowering and just kind of let him like ride the beat and stuff like that. And I think a lot of times with his production is because it's so high energy. It like a lot of times it might overpower it a little bit mm-hmm. with what he's saying because he kind of comes at you like a mile, hundred miles an hour. Yes. But this he just like let it ride, dude. And I'm he like, really this did. is like a good like beat. Yep. What is like, the this song? Is a good song. Oh, walking. Walking. Yep. Here we go. Let's play a little bit to that. Yeah, Denzel is just so super talented, man. So super talented. Here's walking. Soul samples, man. Oh God! I love that these are coming back. Yeah, me too. That's more of this beer. It's delicious. (laughs) 
can wear my back to the sun. Keep my head to the sky. Me against the world is me, myself, and I like that. Kick and snare sounds so good. Trade us awfully on the bow down the rockiest road. Life isn't ice cream without monopoly dough. The property grows in value, and rightfully so. I gotta have it. I see the way the people get treated is problematic. They ready to set us up for failure. It's systematic. But when I felt it, my eyes felt it. The selfish are constantly profiting off the helpless. I never do my team green, make the team green like the Celtics. The ones that ain't making it overzealous, they show and tell us. Throughout history, earning cheddar, they form and break out nickel plated chrome berettas. The same old story in a whole different era. I'm watching massacres turn around the mascara. But anywho, for the pain, see what this any do. So we can see what lies beneath as we pull up. I fucking love Denzel Curry, man. Goddamn, I don't even want to turn that off. Denzel Curry is probably in my top 10 of new school. I agree. And he's not even new school, but I like I get what you mean, though. He is, kind of. He's like, I, he's with I would, that. like, I would say like the 2010s to yeah. now, like he's easy with my totally. top 10 of that. Yep, I agree with you on that. I agree with you. Okay, back over to me. I've got a couple more albums here for you that I got to. Um, so a couple, uh, my last two are some underground, um, kind of more underground rappers. This guy I feel like is going to blow up because he's on J. Cole's Dreamville label. And I am brand new to him as an artist. Um, shout out to my buddy Charles at work. He's the one that showed me this album. He was like, dude, have you heard about Loot? I'm like, no, not yet. And he was like, yeah, check him out. Text me about that album. I still haven't listened to it yet. Dude, it's really good. Um, The album is called Gold Mouth. And um, I'm just really impressed by this. And he's got a lot of people on here that I really love. He's got Dreamville um, Associates, Kaz on here. Um, He's got a track with BJ's The Chicago Kid on here. He's got a track with Ari Lennox. He's got a track with Little Fucking Brother. Oh, man, fucking legendary. Um, he's got a song on here with Saba and J.I.D. He's got West Side Boogie on here. Um, it's just a really well-written and well-performed rap album. It's got a, a lot of really cool, interesting production styles on here. Um, I'm trying to decide which one I want to play for you guys. Hmm. This is always tough. I actually really I like the song with J.I.D. and Saba. So here's a little bit of Bird Song out of Loot, J.I.D. and Saba. Live how I wanna cause I'm freer than a bird song Life's a challenge, so for balance, had to right some wrongs Live how I wanna cause I'm freer than a bird song Live how I wanna cause I'm freer than a bird song Life's a challenge, so for balance, had to right some wrongs Live how I wanna cause I'm freer uh, than a, a bird song A pretty little bird on my doorstep awoke me I opened my eyes to a place I don't know J-I-D yet J.I.D. on the hook sounds good Before yesterday in a moment Remembering times I was loveless and lonely Damn Government that sent the stimulus Donated it to black kids with mental illness Diamond necklace don't determine realness I'm just rapping till I'm somewhere chilling Feeding this feeling I need for healing Rap shit don't be appealing to me no more Pedal to floor like scat packs at the intersection Don't look back cause you might miss a blessing Catch me in the city bending blocks like we playing Tetris Been that nigga since the adolescence I done learned some lessons Come back better like I never fail Manifest my future like a wishing well Married to the game but I don't kiss and tell We don't talk as much but I still wish you well Roll up my sleeves like I do my heart Kites fly Goddamn loot is so good yeah, that's a great album. Um, you should definitely go back and check that out, E-Man. Um, but yeah, did you have any other ones? I feel like I did. I've got a Lucy and one more album. Uh, 
I know you're not gonna play it, but the Shine Down song does slap. I just want to throw that Why out. Why not there. play it? I don't give a fuck. All right, uh, Planet Zero by Shine Down, dude. Uh, yeah, I like. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw Eric's face in there. No, man, I, I've actually really been a big. I, I, like the past couple of years, like when I went to like the 89X like rock show, like rock festival a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I started to get hip to him. And then, like, I remember, like, Attention, Attention a few years ago. I listened to that album, and I'm like, dude, I love this fucking band. They're so dope. I think I just but have yeah, a, like, a skewed view on them because I hated that fucking Simple Man cover they did yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> but I'll play this Sound shit for sure. Sound of Madness was dope. Like, I, I, like, I'm trying I, to be optimistic, so I will listen to this I, shit I genuinely liked ears. it. Their last album was 2018. They definitely got some shit in the tuck. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. All right, fuck it. Let's listen to it. Planet Zero out of Shinedown. Let's kick a little rock for we you can, guys. Uh, I'm say, the only thing is, like, we probably can't play a little bit too much of that one. Yeah, we'll play it real, yeah. just a short amount. They're definitely big. They're big. <laughs> hey, you would have loved the Umphreys concert, bro. Intense. Yeah. <laughs> I can definitely see. I won't play too much of it because you said they were pretty big. Um, I can definitely see that be a good gym song for sure. Big time. <laughs> big time. Uh, did you Did you hear the? I didn't even hear this yet. The Benny the Butcher J Cole track. I haven't listened to it yet. I don't yeah. want to play it because I feel like that's one of the ones that will definitely get us flagged because they are yeah. pretty popular right now. And 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 I think that was one of um, the shits that got flagged before. And then uh, ASAP Rocky. Uh, I don't know who Nigo is. I haven't heard that one yet either. I got to. That song is fire. Is it? That song is great. Hell yeah! I really like that Saba and uh, Crazy Bone single too. That song is fucking sweet too. Um, but then, all right. So, and then my last album, and then I'll, I got one Lucy. Um, but the Code of the Friend put out another album. Nice. And I fucking love him. It's Lyrics to Go Volume Three. Um, he's just really. It's so funny because I I mentioned this on the podcast when he put out the album with Static Selecta. He's a New York rapper, but he doesn't have a New York sound to him at all. Like he sounds like he's from the West Coast to me. Like he's got very like, um, like beach sounding like production. Like it sounds like you'd be listening on the beach, and like you know, there's a lot of like, um, soundscapes that would sound like that. It's birds chirping and stuff like that, and even like the album art that he chose to use is like a dude sitting out in the back. Uh, Outside in the sun and shit like that. But anyways, yeah, I really just fucking love him. I'm not even sure which one I want to play because everyone is awesome on here. Let's just go right off the intro. Let's just hit scapegoat. Um, yeah, go to the friend. You're the shit. They're not gonna let this man rest, bro. Who? Access likes to Just dropped it. Yeah, another single. Thinking I wouldn't pop up Three days and three nights later Like I was Lazarus Water me with the drama I showed her all of your trauma That got absolutely nothing to do with me It's an honor I know some people wanna put two in me That ain't new to me Envy in their eyes I'm only doing what's true to me My flow is froze You ain't getting close with 32 degrees of separation You don't even know my type of dedication Rock bottom where you find gems Hidden in revelations Looking up at Jai You couldn't bless me with a better basement I know how to generate passive dollars 
for generations better than scholars and never resort to degradation i got these scars from war these ain't for decoration thick skin moving with love peace is my destination made it with people around me saying you'll never make it now they get the point i don't need to hear the exclamation i forgive a hater i tell them to save the explanations i enjoy the ironic vanity in your demonstrations i've been off the grid with my family seeing shit that you could probably see if you wasn't fixated on me i'm on a record really god so good man i want to keep that playing too oh man shout out Coda the friend um I, I was thinking about you know what i think i'm gonna save the lucy that i was talking about to the end and i'll just let it play for the final song on the podcast um because i want to play the whole thing um because it's an independent artist and you got to hear the the whole thing so he did this back in the beginning of the pandemic marlon craft um is a rapper out of hell's kitchen new york that i'm a big fan of where he did this thing it was a kind of like a state of the union dressing addressing kind of like like everything that was going on during the pandemic and he just put out the part two of it it was like this video of him standing on a podium kind of just rapping this like a message and i just think he did a really fucking good job of part two and so i want to let that ring off so i'm gonna play that at the very end of the episode um so did you have anything else new that you wanted to talk about mm, music wise no there's two the I know there's two that I listened to once that are gonna push to next week to talk about. That one's the Amber Mark, as I said already. And then there's this artist that I just Oh shit, Pink Sweats. Pink Sweats. Pink, yeah, fuck, I forgot about that one. Yeah, okay. that uh let me go into this real quick. Uh yeah, the Pink Sweats dropped a little like eight track EP on us called Pink Blue. I didn't even know that. Dude, yeah, it's and I'm I'm big Pink Sweats fan. Like he just kinda Pink I think Moon, he was just out here. Said? Yeah. I love that his all his album art like uh, coincides with each other. Yeah, it's all like this kind of like anime like theme mm-hmm. to it. It's very. It's actually it kind of looks like the wow. lo-fi girl. Almost. Oh my god, bro! He's got fucking black Kirby, Tori Kelly, and Sabrina Claudio on this yeah. motherfucker. Jesus Christ, that's awesome. Kirby is the, the Kirby shit. track is the shit. Is it the Kirby track is the <laughs> shit? Is that who we should uh, play? I like the Selena, uh, Sabrina Claudio one too. That's a that's. That's Sabrina. a weekend artist, right? No, the Sabrina Claudio, she's kind of like her own uh, deal. But I thought she was on XO. She might be. I don't know. Maybe yeah. you're right. I don't know. But yeah. she's fucking fire, dude. She's got a super sexy voice. She's got this song with Sir that I love. You know what? No, they were tour. They were, he, she was supposed to be on the After Hours tour. That's what it was. Ah, okay. okay. Yeah. All right. That's yeah, she's really dope. Um, Black is also another one of my favorites. Kirby, yeah, though, man. Kirby yeah. has that sweet Southern draw to he her voice. He goes a little... Pink Sweats gets a little graphic on this. Oh, yeah? I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. I'm yeah, like, all right, you've been, been listening to Weekend, huh? Yeah, I was going to say because his his vibe has. If, for those of you uh, who are listening that haven't heard of Pink Sweats, he's an R and B artist that has more of like a wholesome R and B vibe to him. Leading prior to this, I guess yeah. I haven't heard this yet. So I mean, he's not talking about like riding faces or anything like that. No, but, yeah, like, it's, it's, more like, like a, it's more of an old school not... like, um, you know, like courtship type of yeah, uh, R&B. It's, it's very, you know no, what I mean? Well, there's, there's some songs out here that kind of <laughs> divvy into okay. that shit. But no, like Pink Sweats traditionally has been like just that romantic, like yeah. kind of like, kind of like that's like 80s, like 70s, 80s, like R&B yeah. style, yep. like that kind of like from the lyrics is very tasteful and wholesome and it's not really awesome, like WAP so, yeah, <laughs> shit or some, something like some, that. Some, some dark weekend, like yeah. early weekend yeah. shit. Yeah. But yeah, so let's play some of it. What should we play from it? Uh, the Kirby we, track? We can go to Kirby track. All right, here's a little bit of better out of Pink Sweats and Kirby off of Pink Moon. Damn, I should have played this yesterday. I forgot about this project. I listened to it once and like forgot about it. Yeah. 
you wanna do tonight? Sip a little bit and feel the vibe. Smoking on that ula, it's alright. Baby, ain't no thing, it's you and I. I wanna ride. Sober up, baby, let's drive. Pressing on that gas, come slide. It's whatever you like. I just wanna get to know you better. To know you bad, touching on your body, you can do it better. I gotta hear Kirby on this shit. <laughs> to know you bad, tell you throw it back, cause I know you like the pressure. Tell him, get to know oh. me better, get to know me better. Better know my spots, boy, I like it when it's better. Get to know me better, get to know me better. Step into my mind, babe, I like it when you better. Mm-hmm. Pick you with mine, boy, you know. I like the initiative you're showing, but you're getting comfortable. So like what's that? Oh, Atlantic <laughs> shit. <laughs> stop it, stop, <laughs> it, stop <laughs> it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's really nice. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. That's definitely going to be the one I listen to later yeah. on. Yeah, I might. Yeah, song. If I wasn't giving you a ride, I probably would listen to it in the car. I don't want to listen to two dudes listening to Big Sweats yeah. together in the car. Pause. What is uh? Oh, we have what, what what a what, What's the line from Happy Gilmore? When he brings her out under the friends listen to endless, oh, love, the endless love in the dark. dark. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's the Zamboni driver. He's the one singing it. My love, my love. You just see his like silhouette from the side. <laughs> and I'll give it all to you. <laughs> Shout out right. Lionel Richie. All right. Is that it? For something old, something new. Yeah, that's it for something old, something All new. All right, let's go into this sports. Let's go sports and TV because we yeah, can wrap up sports really quick. Uh, AFC Championship just happened, man. Yes, uh, it did. Yeah, Joey Literally B just finished. Joey B. Joey B. Joey B. Going to a Super Bowl. Hell yeah. Yep. My man Joe smoking, smoking Joe. I'm smoking out Joe. here like <laughs> roasting cigars and shit in the back. And I'm I'm really happy for him. I really. Don't get me wrong, I love Patrick Mahomes, but I'm really happy with not seeing Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes I agree. in the Super Bowl right now. Yeah, shout out to Matt uh, Stafford. They're playing right now. Yep, yep 49. I don't want to see Jimmy G in the Super Bowl. No, I, I, I don't want to see I'm, Jimmy I'm officially rooting for fucking the Rams, yep. dude. I, I, you know Cooper, what, Cup, like, <laughs> Cooper Cup had a historic season this year. Like, they deserve it. Like, they, they've been hungry. Odell Beckham's been getting a lot more touches these days. Like, you got to root yeah. for Matt Stafford when he sends fucking Tom Brady to retirement. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean I, obviously, we're, you know, we're Detroit. We, by, uh, by unfortunately, are Lions fans, and we've been Lions fans our whole <laughs> yeah. life. Oh, I had a whole thing where the Lions community hated me for a minute. Cause <laughs> I used to troll. I was talking reckless on Facebook <laughs> back in the day, and I apologize to anybody I might offend it. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. So I'm I'm 100 room for Stafford on this man. Like, yeah, I, I, he deserves it. He earned it. Like yep. dude, put up an 11 seasons with the Lions. He he deserves his ring. Yep, I agree, man. I'm I'm rooting for him too, and it's fun to have something to root for and. And um, it's cool that, like you said just a minute ago, it's cool to see teams that aren't typically in it every year because that shit gets annoying when you're like, damn, I see these people all the time. Even though I think the Rams were there like two years ago, but that were was the Rams with, there that was with golf. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're right. That was. I forgot about that. But I'm still happy for for to have something to root for. And so we're not sure what the news on Tom Brady is because the report said that he was retired, and now I'm reading today on Twitter that he's saying that he never – Adam Scheffler jumped the gun on that. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Shefty. Yeah. <laughs> so now I almost feel like he has to now. <laughs> He's like, all right, bet. No, fuck that. He'd be like, all right. All right, y'all was way too happy to see me retired. All right, I'm about to go win another. <laughs> yeah, it pisses but, him off. But Big Ben did retire. Yeah, so, Big Ben did retire. You know, I think 
how many seasons did he have? Like what, like eighteen? Yeah, something like that. Eighteen seasons, two rapes. You know. <laughs> Sorry, I saw an, I saw an Onion article that said I don't want to I don't want to like anybody here, but I saw an Onion article that said uh like like Pittsburgh will now put a Ben Roethlisberger statue in like Heinz Field's like women's bathroom. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, he's yeah. I, it's so crazy what the NFL lets players get away with and what they don't. You know, it's like fucking kneeling for the <laughs> kneeling for the anthem. That's too much, but rape? Oh, that's good. We're cool with it here in the NFL. Jesus. Backwards-ass NFL. But you know what? Speak. Well, I don't want to go out down a super dark path, so let's talk about something happier about the NFL. I am very excited for the upcoming Super Bowl halftime show yeah, man. Um, with you know Dr. Dre and, and Eminem and Mary J. Blige and Snoop Dogg and Kendrick Lamar. And in the rumor mill right now, there is talks of Kendrick Lamar releasing a single prior to the Super Bowl. Beow, beow, so beow, that would be beow, really, beow, really beow, cool. Beow, 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 beow. Yeah, we've all been the patiently return waiting Return of here. Solo K-Dot. Oh, my God, dude. You know what's crazy? So I was just I, – I sent the video to you. I don't know if you watched it or not yet. There's this um, – I can't even remember the name of the group because I just am new to this YouTube series. But it's this – These I think it's just called Professional Musicians Review. No, I can't remember what it is. But anyways, it's like a group of guys that are all pretty accomplished. Like one guy actually produced with Kanye – one guy, uh, one of the dudes from Scary Pockets, which is a really well-known band that does these really cool covers of uh, like not so typical songs that you would hear, um, and like it was like three guys sitting around that, that all have like Grammys and they're like all these really accomplished producers, right? right? And they're breaking down different songs, and they usually do rock songs, but on this one they went hip hop and they did Kendrick Lamar's "All Right" and Kanye West's "No New Friends," and it was really cool to watch musicians break down. Is that Kanye or Drake? No new friends. Uh, maybe that's the wrong name of yeah. the wrong song. What's uh, the? It was a Kanye song, but maybe I got the name of the name of the, the song wrong. But um, it's something off Pablo. Let me look it okay. up. Okay. Let me see real quick. Kanye West. But anyways, it's really cool because it's cool to hear how um, like musicians that had like really know how to write and play instruments break down rappers. And they were talking about how Kendrick is like almost like he raps like a uh, drummer would drum. And they said that like he sounds like he's doing like. And they did all right, so it sounds like he's doing like hi hat fills um, as the verse, as he's rapping on the verse. And they were just saying that the one guy that was the actual drummer that was breaking down this uh, song was saying that he thinks that's one of the best um, recorded hip hop songs of all time. He's like, there is not many things that I think top this song. He's like, it's just so perfect. It's like brilliant. The fucking production that Pharrell did is so crazy, and like he really does like a really cool breakdown of it. And then the same drummer guy actually helped produce the Kanye West song. I wish I could remember the title of it here. Let me look, let me just pull this up real quick. Life of Pablo. Oh, sweet. It's right there. Um, Real Friends. Oh, that's Okay, yeah, yeah. This one. All right. We got yeah, it. I mean, we, yeah, we got you got it. it. You got <laughs> it. But that's, that's the one. Yeah, um, but no, it was actually pretty cool, though, he, he, telling his story on how he got... Um, like in the studio and got to work with Kanye is like he just got invited there because one of his friends like had some like video shoot or something to do with Kanye and he let he let him come along with him and he literally just mustered up the courage in the studio to approach Kanye and ask him if he could play him a song and Kanye said yes and Kanye loved it so much that um, from there on out Mike Dean started uh, calling him and he would give him assignments like hey remix this for me or 
find me a sample for this or whatever. So I thought that was pretty fucking sweet. So he's like, yeah, I've done like 12 assignments for Kanye West now since that fucking studio session. So I thought that was pretty cool. I, I got a couple cool things to bring up. One is about, uh, it's actually Detroit related. Oh, sweet. Uh, real quick in the sports talk, uh, Royal Rumble happened last night. Oh, yeah. Shout out to uh, Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey. I want to watch the, it. because the respective male and female uh, division. I, I saw Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon has one of the hardest, like, ring entrance music songs to me of all time. Like, here comes the money, 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 money. That shit is so hard to me when he comes in and he just, like, sprints out. No, but, um... um Johnny Knoxville was in it too, right? Uh, I didn't see. I, I we we'll watch it probably like tonight or tomorrow yeah. or something like that. But I yeah, I really we because we were out. We were at shows and stuff yeah, like that, so yeah, we didn't yeah. catch it. And I thought, and I'm I'm not used to like all the pay per views being on Saturday. Yeah, now why did they do them on Saturday? It makes more sense to have it on Saturday if you, you think really so? think. I think so because like more and more people like they'll stay up they stay up later on Saturdays and stuff than Sunday. Yeah, that's true. That makes so sense. I really it makes a lot more sense. For and it to Sunday be on night TV has like all the shows. Yeah, and like stuff. Euphoria and shit is dominating yeah. right now. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, but. No, it makes more sense. I'm I'm probably gonna watch. It. I think it's on Peacock right now, so probably check it out when we get home. Yeah, uh, that was in sports, and then the uh, baseball Hall of Fame happened, which Barry Bonds got snubbed. That sucks, dude. Yeah, that sucks. He should, he definitely should have been in there. Like, and there's so many guys in there that were fucking definitely doing steroids back in the day. Like, Jose, and, is and Jose Gonzalez in the league or in the? Uh, I don't know about that. I'm not sure. The one that snitched on everybody. I know there's like a couple people that haven't gotten in there that were pretty legendary, but like David Ortiz got in, like, and he was I a mean, fucking designated hitter, and there was definitely rumors of him doing that. Well, shit. Big Poppy is Big Poppy, though. He never. No, he Barry Bonds. I mean, Barry Bonds is steroid shit. shit, and he brought, and then he did like, the skin bleaching thing. Is like, I mean, but that no, has no, 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 that was Sammy, that's Sammy, that's Sammy Sosa that did the skin oh, bleaching Sammy thing. Sosa, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sammy Sosa looks like a fucking Italian mobster now. It's hilarious. He looks so weird, dude. He looks so bizarre. If you have never seen. This look up Sammy Sosa, what he currently look up looks like now. It is he, fucking. He reminds bonkers. me of uh, what was that Atlanta thing? Teddy. Uh, oh my god, he does right. <laughs> what, 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 Teddy Perkins. Yeah, Teddy Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Atlanta. That's coming back soon too. Yes, it is. So is South Park. South Park starts on Wednesday. We're excited and about so that. So is Snowfall. And Snowfall. When does that start? Uh, end of the month. Damn, the, so much good shit coming back. I'm so excited about uh, that. In cool new, like this, I thought this was a uh, cool article I saw from WXYZ. It's uh, the headline was Detroit rapper making a difference, buying back the block and rehabbing old homes and neighborhood. Who's doing that? Uh, I'm gonna look up the guy. I honestly, I never heard of the guy before. Uh, wanted really wanted to check out his music though. After this, uh, King Yachty. King Yachty. King Yachty uh, grew up off Archdale on Seven Mile, like the west side, not too far from where I was at. And yeah, he's buying up all houses in that neighborhood and fixing them up and stuff. And That's crazy. That's really up. cool. That's awesome. Shout out to him. So he bought up like the neighborhood he grew up at and then kind of just like refixing it. And I guess he's making like affordable housing. Like, dope. That's really tight. That's really tight. Um, last thing I had down on here before we, um, you know, close this puppy out is. Um, I wanted to talk about what's going on with Spotify and the whole Joe Rogan um, slash Neil Young thing. So if you're unfamiliar with what happened, um, you know, Joe Rogan's been pretty controversial over the last couple of years, especially I feel like there's been an, an extra fine tooth comb on him since he signed the exclusive deal with Spotify. I feel like you starting to see a lot more like in the news cycle, people are talking about Joe Rogan. And there's been a lot of misinformation about COVID on his podcast. <laughs> 
Uh, As you're saying that, there's a headline that just popped up. Spotify to add advisories to podcasts discussing COVID-19. <laughs> so they're going to be like a disclaimer before the pod, any podcast that has that on there. I had a feeling something. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I, I had a feeling something like that was coming because so if, if you didn't hear what was happening, there's been some misinformation. Because Joe Rogan, you know, like I used to enjoy his show, but he has a lot of stupid guests on there as well. As he has good guests and he has really bad guests, Adam and he, Jones and he has some stupid assholes on there that have a lot of like misinformation on, on you know, COVID, COVID and vaccines and all that. And so Neil Young um, pulled his catalog from Spotify um, because they were having this podcast spreading misinformation and now i'm uh and then yesterday Joni Mitchell joined yep, him yep i was just about to say Joni Mitchell <laughs> hopped on that train too yep and i kind of and that makes sense now that spotify is doing that because i kind of felt a domino effect coming um from that um because they're really taking a hit i read that just over the last couple of days they've already lost like 4 billion dollars um, their their market price is like way down. The stocks are all plummeting. You know, shit, you so. know, my favorite part about this is like just you could see the domino effect. Is that as soon as that happened and you look at title, all the shit that's trending right oh, now dude, is Neil Young playlist. Man. <laughs> I mean, like I, I real I didn't realize that how many people were still listening to his music all the time like that. Like I mean, he is one of the best songwriters of all time, so it makes sense to me. Um, but it was crazy. Yeah, it's like as E Man just said, I pulled up title the next day. The top five trending playlists were all Neil Young essential playlists. Like, and then after that was a Kanye West one and a Drake one. So he was trending more than fucking Kanye West playlist, which is pretty fucking crazy. Shout out to Neil Young for always being a fucking old school killer, an it, awesome bro. dude. Um, I saw him live one time with Catman and um, Stevie T, and he got he took a ten thousand dollar fine from uh, the city of Clarkston because he paid played a half an hour past the curfew. <laughs> you know what I realized? There's an album I forgot to mention I, that came out last year, and it definitely could have made my uh, it definitely could have made my honorable mentions. And I know you listened to it, but uh, Grip. Oh yeah, I actually dude. went back and listened to the I Died for this album. I feel like there's there's a, a bunch of music that I realize now that I've missed. I listened to fucking that Mac Aries uh, fucking album is so good. Um, yeah, there's a lot of shit that we missed from 2021, but that's all right. And then real quick in beer news, I guess we should have mentioned oh, yeah. the beer segment. Uh, founders, uh, co-founder and the CEO uh, Mike Stevens stepped down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, found, I mean, it's. You know, Larry Bell from Bell's recently retired as well. And then yep. you got the guy from Founder stepping down, too. Uh, a lot of people, I honestly, <laughs> I really think a lot of these guys, especially Founders, because I know they had a sponsor deal with the Philadelphia 76ers and stuff, too, yeah. even though they had all that shit that happened a couple years they ago. They sponsor a lot of festivals and, and shit, too. Uh, I think a lot of these guys are getting out of beer because we're learning, like, the industry is not getting enough money right these days. Cause a lot of I feel like a lot of that is like kind of trickle down effect with just the economy. Like people are you know out of jobs or whatever it may be, stimulus shit. It's like an association there. I feel like they said in Michigan for the first. Well, uh, I mean obviously because it's just legal now, but they said cannabis sales were higher than alcohol sales. Big this time, year. big time. And I feel like a lot of these guys are switching switching over. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense yeah. to me, really though, because you're. Well, you got to think about there. You got to. The tax is different, I, so like weed is taxed way harder. So the state's making more money off of weed. The weed tax is higher than beer tax. Yeah, because I mean that was a problem why cannabis wasn't legal. And I mean you guys can do what you want, stuff like that. I'm not trying to spread misinformation. This is just my own personal opinion. 
And I guess you guys can look this up too. But I mean, I feel like the reason cannabis was so illegal for a long time is just you didn't know how to tax or regulate it yep. for the most part. And for that sure. Was, that was a big thing. So. And all the fucking bullshit propaganda that was out there that fucking made people think it was dare. Like, you're going to fucking <laughs> smoke weed and then shoot yourself with a shotgun or something like that. It makes me think. You remember <laughs> that, Harold and Kum- that scene in Harold and Kumar when they're smoking on the couch? Yeah. And he goes, I'm so I'm high, so high, high right, now. right now. Nothing could hurt me. <laughs> no. And then they're both just cracking up. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, <laughs> Happy retirement for the uh, for the guy for Mike Stevens. Uh, you know, yeah, get that money and get gotta, out. Fuck gotta, it, enjoy your exactly. life. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, my thing is like, you got you got to really be passionate for like to be in that industry, man. It's because it's so. It's a lot of different breweries out there, but like Bell's founders obviously like the big two there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm I'm you know, I still. You know, we're still beer connoisseurs at the end of the day, man. Yep, I agree. Well, let's take us out of here and go watch the rest of this football game. You're going to have to bear with me on this end, though, because I want to play this whole song. So before we get to talking and chatting it up, we're going to fucking listen to some Marlon Oh, dude, actually, real quick, let me read this off. Yeah, go for it, man. This is actually a quote from Mike Stevens about uh, him stepping down. Uh, so I guess they're looking for a new CEO now, but... Building this company from the ground up and watching it grow into a successful business has truly been the honor of a lifetime. Uh, he said in a statement, to find something I love doing and then create an entire brand and business from it is an incredible experience. I am extremely proud of what we have accomplished, and I'm excited about the opportunities that lie ahead for our organization and to be part of progress in my new position as a member on the board. Yeah. So I he's like just it. so he just he's I guess he's stepping down as CEO, but he's mm-hmm. still part of the team and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So that's cool, man. Probably I mean, doesn't want to do as much work. And they mention, uh, oh, founders, oh shit, founders is bigger than Bell's. Oh, I, like I, by the I numbers, yeah, I believe yeah, that. Yeah, I, that I makes guess. sense. Because founder, oh yeah, you know what? Founders is the first Michigan brewery. I think it might be the first brewery in general that's like distributed in all fifty states. Yeah. So and they're, they like, have local craft. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yep. And um, I think they're overseas. No, Stone, Stone's overseas. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, I forgot to mention it, too, during the movies and TV, but Aziz Ansari's little half-hour stand-up special he did on Netflix is fucking great. It's just him at the Comedy Cellar in New York, which is, like, the place that he started in small in front of a small, intimate crowd, sitting on a stool, kind of just talking about the pandemic and what everything's been like, and I just really like, I really enjoyed his take on it all. Um, and I didn't even know that he had, like, you know, moved to London and kind of gone off the grid for a while, so... Shout out to Aziz. You should go check out his stand-up. Without further ado, here is Marlon Kraft with some of the most impressive bars I've heard in a minute. I really, really, really enjoy this. This is called State of the Union 2. I'm going to let the whole thing ring out um, because he's nice and independent, and this is not even a song. Here we go with Marlon. They say don't throw stones if you live in a glass home But America's written's house Time we took a written's house and rebuilt from the bone Destruction's irredeemable Try and stay away from the thought that it's undefeatable Yeah Cause that's what evil do Choke you to the point where shit's so bad it don't seem real to you Create the pain and profit from misrelievers The pills, violence, the pursuit of money and achievement Ain't a heaven or hell, God But like to think that there'd be consequences When you make all of your money off of demons But it seems in this land, that's what gets the most applause Manipulating each other just to get the most applause Our empathy rarely extend beyond what we can see On that, it ain't real if it ain't happen to me If passion could breathe 
It be in the ICU, let's live somewhere where all the hospital beds was used. Asked them about a vaccine, they said my body, my choice. In Texas, out guard all women's rights. Ain't dudes looking like somebody body, they voice. Son, I ain't hear a peep. Every time the wolves come around, I ain't hear a sheep. And every so-called progressive treat democratic presidencies like eight years of sleep. I'm just saying, shit's weak. It's like this shit is just a movie. Once your good gotta win, but he get in. Couldn't name the good, your good got undid. They say you know who someone really is, you get them near the edge. Well, look at our border, you'll find our country sold there. Look around at people determined to keep control where they ain't never even had it in a place that's never known fair. Body cam, service proof of the audacity. Mass shooting casualties accepted mad casually. Civilian deaths don't matter at home or abroad. So between us and the machines, who the drones really are. It ain't a system if one guy could stop it. Average Joe getting fucked by Mancho while Biden watches. Them student loans, the ropes around yo and I's pockets. Pay to learn to be in debt while the wealthy guys profit. Yeah. Hypocrisy, monotony, every race judge each other, but all agree on misogyny. Internet revolutionary, shooting off technology. Act like you a fraud soon as you try to affect policy. Yeah. Whole generation of look at me, I read Marx, but work for a corporation. Everything performative, I ain't different. I sit on the left, but got way more to give. Instead, I'm taking my first, I'm not broke. Checks to buy throwback jerseys that we just couldn't afford as kids. My inner child trying to be glorious too. Just like you, my trauma hurts, we all damaged goods. But I'm just saying there's a lot that if we can, we should. Got us to conflate mass production with quality and fame with validation. They like if everybody ain't love it, they wouldn't make it. Nah, it's they no love it or not that you gonna take it Cause only ego is sacred to you Live on its flimsy branches But don't really know all of the roots of your behavior, do you? And most of corporate spokespeople, they just say shit through you People lying on toxic shit they ain't do To influence you and get paper through you, yeah Underneath the hatred, who you? It ain't so hard to pronounce a pronoun, dog. We ain't know then what we know now, dog. Don't even know you. Focus on what you like your ass called. At the same time, acting like them changes gonna be profound when ain't a verb in sight. Cause it's amateur night. And only shit that's turning pros, nouns, more things, more things, more stars, more rings. A lot of empty gestures. You had some values when you was young. A lot of empty nesters. A lot of let's be betters, but a lot of get these checks first. A lot of attention seeking disguise this hefty efforts. A lot of diamond chains disguise this hefty networks. A lot of big chested dudes behind desks who forgot the legwork. We all gonna be revealed eventually. Little time to fix it all. We in need of centuries. Rather smile in the fire than languish in levity. Except it's not the enemy. Fighting is longevity. Win or lose for skeptics, B. We just can't be letting we go. Try and be the version of me that's for us. Cause living in them shallow waters lead to a deep and mistrust. Yeah. Healing's not a feeling, it's a process. Progress not an object, it's a concept. Humanity's a conscience, not a contest. It's time we confess, cause they've been putting on a show. And we've been on set from the onset, but smiling in the face of woe and keep going's all we gon' get for catharsis. And that's enough, trust me, to make it underneath all of the fear where the love be. That's where I'm trying to go, and I'd love company, so whatever, feel inevitable in this young country. We still got a choice, you still got a voice. Time to change, saw them trophies that they still trying to hoist. Going down swinging don't mean you can't go down living. So I'ma live it to the end. Even if I got no saying when, I got the how, and you won't find that on the fence. You won't find that on the fence, motherfucker, no. Ain't a big God, God, but if she exists and was trying to teach us about us, we're more perfect than this. As we prioritize band-aids for ourselves and next of kin, instead of trying to heal world wounds that are generations in. This COVID here to stay, cause all we think about is me and can't envision eyes, one in the global community. Our demise will be that failure, thinking we can hoard science. Our inaction is action, thinking we can ignore violence. A team only as good as its 12th man's health, and we've been raping and pillaging our bench for centuries welcome to the repercussions possibly the end and we finger pointing to avoid that we are all enemies 
What if instead of pretending we harness that fight and that fuel to be all that we pretend to be? You'll always be waiting if you wait until you ready, B. I'm looking in the mirror like, when you gonna set you free?